This is Joey Ryan, and you're listening to WNS. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dano Heron. I'm Tyler Ebert. Welcome to episode 421 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, and... Spotify! Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. That's right. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. So welcome to the show. We've got lots to talk about this week. Tyler, how you doing? Um, uh, there's a lot of feelings going on right now. It's <laughs> like you set me up with a uh, a powerful drink, and I started feeling it, and I started eating taquitos, and my stomach started hurt. Started hurt. Started to hurt. Yeah. And then I need this pain to go away, so I can drink more. So I don't know what's up. What's this? Well, how's your what's, bev- how's your beverage looking? I'm like, are you done? Cause like, no, I'm like right here. Oh, okay. So you still got plenty to go. Yeah, I got plenty um, to go. Yeah. I'm about I right need to make there. myself feel good through this whole episode. Shit. Yeah. Hey, actually, the pain is actually going away. I feel it going down now. It's the so adrenaline of doing the show. It's the adrenaline, so I need to drink more and kick shit. I would not recommend kicking well, stuff. Well, I'm not kicking shit. I would, like, kick your wall or something. Don't kick my wall either. Oh, okay. Why would you do that? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, are you wanting to do construction to my house? Like, I no, mean, I I'll just, accept free I just want to kick something. You could start with our bathroom door. Okay, I could like, do turn that. Turn it into, like, French Bring doors. Noah over here. I'll kick him. Kick him through the door. Kick him through the door. And then he'll have to pay for it because he broke the door. Yes. Uh, whatever, like, something you want to throw away, just throw up in the air and I'll kick it. What so, kind of kick, man? A super kick, man. Your face. Put that ghetto booty in the ring because I'm going to kick it. That's right. So, uh, yeah, so we've got quite a bit to talk about. We'll talk about Raw and talk about SmackDown. Uh, we might not do an in-depth review as we have been known to do, but, you know. Um, we'll talk about a little bit of AEW. We That's got right. WWE 2K20 coming around the corner. Details. Woohoo. Woohoo. I'm going to tell you right now. You're not getting it. More than likely not going to get it. I got to get it every year. I may not play it, like, often, but it's my thing, you I know? played it for about a week. And then you put it down, and then I never picked it back up. God damn it! I know. Well, because we were doing we were doing okay for a little bit. Yeah. Because um, we were doing like the live stream and uh, and all that on Twitch. And life and, gets in the way, you know. Yeah, it just does. Stuff yeah. gets in the way, and uh, you know, you can only do so much. You can only dedicate so much time. Yeah, life gets in the way. A baby comes like into your life, and then it's like, damn. It's like, you know, whose baby is that? Touch that. Hold that baby. Hold my baby. It's like video games or baby. I'm like baby, of course. No, what? Originally, <laughs> originally, what? I believe that you said that say? you were gonna hold the baby while playing video games. Okay, well, I tried that not, first, and then it would not get in the way of. That. I tried that first, and when she was a baby, baby, because it's almost like a year, and she'll uh, be one years old. Yeah, one, one year old. How's that feel? Um. I don't know. I mean, it's, one it's year a- closer to moving out of the house. That's right. <laughs> Get 17 your ass more to out go. Now, um, <laughs> no. 
Uh, so when she was a a baby, baby, uh, I played Kingdom Hearts <laughs> she's not three. Still a baby? No, she's a baby, but she's not like a baby. I don't know. I don't know how you say it. Infant, no, infant baby. So she's not an infant anymore. She's gonna be going to toddler status soon. Sure. Yeah. She's she's big enough to be a toddler already. <laughs> um, yeah. When I played a well-fed baby, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three was so colorful. She like was watching it when I played wrestling. She would get all fidgety because it wasn't like keeping her attention, mm-hmm. but I just play Kingdom Hearts the whole time and like she'll just watch. Yeah. Well, I, it's been months since I've done that, so yeah, I haven't tried anything else. So I need to try something colorful. All you gotta do is try, man. That's just all you try. can do. Watch uh, this game called Breath of the Wild. Yes, I'm looking forward to the sequel. Hell yeah! I need to finish Breath of the Wild before. I think I will. Yeah, but maybe <laughs> maybe not because <laughs> I have a baby. You've got a baby now. Your life is completely different. It will never be the same. Never be the same again. Never. And then once they start talking, yeah, then they're going to start well, talking Well, I'm going to be back. honest with you. Okay, sometimes when stuff pops up and it pisses me off, I say, shit. <laughs> shit, that's my word. <laughs> well, guess who says it now? Yeah, well, she hasn't said it often. She said it a few times, but my baby, uh, my daughter has said shit. She proud papa moment right there the latest she fell down at her kit kit and she goes shit <laughs> <laughs> i put my head in my shirt and i laughed and i try not to show her that that i laughed but oh my god it's funny for sure uh i just it's can't funny until she gets kicked out of daycare oh my gosh for cursing um gonna be all your well, i taught my niece when she was like young young when she was like in kindergarten i taught her uh how to pull my finger into the fart mm-hmm. thing and uh she did that and apparently the teacher told uh her mom that if she does that again she'll pull her color when she was like in kindergarten or first grade one of that <laughs> getting, so, <laughs> getting kids kicked out good job yeah, like pull my finger she thought like pulling the finger and farting was like the funniest thing ever what well, is funny but, Raised yeah. them right. Yeah, uh, that's my niece. You did, your, you did your part. That's my niece. Uh, so we're gonna talk. Like I said, we're gonna talk about raw. We'll talk about SmackDown. A few other things as well. So like I said, smoke down. Smoke down. Now that was last week's episode because it was four twenty. Um, I saw a lot of people commenting on this episode of Raw that it was the best of the year, the best in quite some time. Uh, overall, what did you think before? Um, we I've only saw bits and pieces. But you could tell there's a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little more chaotic this week. A little more chaotic. Um, you know, I'm just going to skip around and say a few things. Okay. And then we'll get into whatever. But, uh, like, the, the OC. <laughs> the OC. That gets me. <laughs> Original Club. Yeah. Um, you know what the funny TV thing show is? For- you know what's so funny? AJ wasn't part of the original Bullet Club, but Gallows and Anderson were. Yeah. Um. If anyone was going to be part of the OC, it would be Finn Balor and Prince DeVitt. Prince DeVitt. People know him. And uh, the club. <laughs> but I'm uh, sorry. You in those alcohol hiccups? Yep. Or is it now like the food that you ate after consuming the alcohol is now being absorbed? It's and being the gases absorbed. Are coming out. It's being absorbed. So I got to drink more. Oh, Which okay. I'm like right like that much. I'm like, God yeah. damn it. I need more. But they, we're out, you know? Yeah. Next, we'll have to try that Conor McGregor. Oh, yeah. Is it at the Longhorn Liquor? I'm sure it is. We got to try that shit. Okay. Yeah, I can feel. (laughs) You can feel the food. I can feel absorbent. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's taking my buzz away. There's Um, no drugs in that. You shouldn't be able to feel stuff like that. It's taking my buzz away. I'm feeling normal again. I don't have superpowers. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) 
Eat the eat one of the cherries. Maybe that'll help. I'm still at the bottom. Oh, okay. What was I saying? <laughs> Talking about raw. Okay. Um, that was cool. The whole Brock Lesnar thing, like doing the F five to mm-hmm. Seth Rollins on the chair, was kind of brutal looking. Yeah, and on the stretcher. Yes. Um, what other changes did you see, or something a little different? Well, I mean, they started the show off with the uh, with the twenty four seven title, and I kind of chuckled a bit and rolled my eyes a bit at the uh, video presentation that they did where it was like the prestigious WWE title has been defended for over 50 years or however long and uh, nothing compares to what has been introduced in the last couple of months the 24-7 championship and it's like oh yeah don't forget about that yeah um, so they had R-Truth and Carmella going up against uh, Drake Maverick and his wife so now his wife wrestles she is a wrestler. She is a wrestler. She was not signed by WWE, but she is a wrestler. How did she get away with Did she wrestle at all? She was just in the corner. She was just in the corner. Okay. Please. That's how they got away with it. Yeah. Um, but still, appearance fee, hey. Oh, hell yeah. Getting that extra cash. 500 bucks, right? Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. Um, <laughs> so that ended with a, uh, with a pinfall, R-Truth getting the victory. But then Mike Kanellis, after the mosh pit thing ensued, Mike Kanellis ended up walking away with the uh, or running away. That was just the play of thing because we didn't actually see he was the one that pinned him. No, I saw because it. He was, he was totally the one. He got the shot. It he was like a whole championship like, title. Yeah. Yeah, he got it. So he got it and ran away into the referee's room. Because you know it was the referee's room because there were a bunch of referee jerseys hanging up in the background. And his wife. And his wife. And if you don't let him in, then she's going to kick you in the vagina. You know what? You're not that much of a man. I should have let Becky impregnate me. <laughs> We're like, whoa. What are your thoughts about this <clears throat> whole Mike and Maria storyline that they've it's got? It's a weird going? angle. Uh, maybe they're going to go with what you say. Maybe, like, she's just going to keep bashing him over and over until, like, he does something. But, like, oh, you're the man that I need. I don't, I don't, I don't know what else they're doing unless they're going to, yeah. like, break up on air. Yeah, which is weird because WWE likes married. to do some weird ass shit. I'm not gonna they, lie, yeah, they they do, um, and you know because because you would think that she would have been happy that he would have won the 24 seven championship, and she was like, oh well, if I wanted a champion, I would have given birth to it or whatever it was that she said, and then if I wanted a baby, I should let the man impregnate. I should let Becky Lynch fuck me. Whoa, Whoa, that's too much. That's that's a little non PG right uh, there. Yeah. Sir. Well, now we're going. Well, we're from. We're not. We're not in PG we're, anymore. We're passing we're, that we're, barrier. We're going up and up. We're so going into PG. We're flipping off route. people and say. So why not? We say the f word. Saying and vagina. Vaginas. Corey Graves saying well, shit. I, I'm glad we can say the clinical term. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Medical term. Full circle. That's right. That's that's where we've come here. Um. So, long story short, Maria Kanellis is now the 24-7 champion. Now, how is she going to get pinned? How do you think they're going to get it off her? Uh, do you think, like, R-Truth is going to somehow get involved in Drake Maverick? I would not honestly not be surprised if they went that route. If they had R-Truth show up at, like, her Lamaze class or something. Oh, God. And and do it. Because she, she even said, hey, I'm going to be at my Lamaze class on Friday at this time. If anyone wants to try and pin me there, there's your opportunity. Wow, you know, Arch, they're going to do something. I won't be surprised if they do, if they go that route. I think it would be kind of funny. Because um, they're doing it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, 
I'm surprised they haven't done it in someone's bedroom. Like, someone's sleeping. They have. They did it when Oh, well, Drake you call it Drake Maverick. No, I'm talking about in the sleeping. Hotel room. Not, like, trying to get it on. There like, yeah, there wasn't going to be any sleeping going on well, there. Well, I mean, like, someone's sleeping. They have done it when sneaks, someone's sleeping. Someone's sneaking in. To they the, have done it when someone was sleeping. It was Jinder Mahal. No, I'm talking flight. about the plane. I'm not talking about the plane, like, in a bed. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, someone has been That's asleep esque. and lost the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, give it time. They still have a few ideas left. I'm so happy that they used some of the ideas that I thought Where's your of. check? I know. Where is my check? Um, I mean, isn't it a little weird that, like, I came up, I said these few ideas, and then, like, two weeks later, it's happening? Like, I just find that to be a little suspicious, that maybe someone out there is listening to our show. Maybe. Maybe, or they just have the same ideas you do. Maybe. Maybe. It's possible. Or maybe they're listening to us, because that's, that's just a little too much for me. Who knows, man? Um, anywho, we got to see a gauntlet match. Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Sami Zayn, Andrade, and Cesaro. I did not get to see this. How was it? Uh, good action for Rey Mysterio and Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro ended up getting eliminated first, which brought out Sami Zayn, and unfortunately, he got pinned in like 10 seconds. So the poor booking of Sami Zayn continues. Um, that brought out. Is he still bashing the crowd? I don't. He didn't even get on the microphone this time. Um, but that was cut short. Yeah. Um, Andrade came out, defeated Rey Mysterio, went to try and tear the mask, and pretty much did. And then uh, Ricochet came out, defeated Andrade, so he will be facing AJ Styles for the United States. Title well, they have good chemistry. Point. Yeah. Um, let's see. We saw a triple threat match between the Revival, the OC, and the Usos. <laughs> Fresh out of their uh, arrest. And uh, from my understanding, I didn't well, get Was it one or both? Just one. Okay. I think it was Jimmy. But it's funny because both of them have been arrested for the same thing. And What was it? A DUI. Mm-mm-mm. Don't drink while you're intoxicated. Yeah. Um, but, drive home but this one ended bit. with the OC getting the victory. So they are the new tag team champions. To keep them happy. That is right. Hey, guys, sign this lucrative five-year deal and be happy for six Did months. Did they really sign a deal? You know? Maybe. I wouldn't think that they would put the titles on them unless they did. Um... Who knows? Uh, what about the revival? I'm pretty sure the revival did, um, but I'm not. For we certain. got you, you bastards! Ha ha ha! Pretty much. Uh, we got to see a moment of bliss with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, um, and then uh, it, that led into a match a little later on between uh, Bliss and uh, Becky Lynch, where Alexa Bliss faked an injury, which they could have. Okay, so the whole point the whole point of this setup was Alexa versus Becky. Alexa fakes an injury, which leads to a match between Becky and Nikki, right? Yeah. So Nikki loses only to have Alexa attack after also losing. So it wouldn't have made more sense to have them just double team Becky and Becky Becky try to fend them off. Yeah. Just 
simple things like that. Uh, the Viking Raiders defeated two local guys. They need they need something soon. Nah, they don't have nothing for them right now. Mm-mm. Um, let's see, Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. Um, it was it was an okay match between the two, but uh, the the real moment of shine happened after the match, which was Brock Lesnar's music hitting. And then uh, he came down and just obliterated Seth Rollins. And uh, it even led to a, an ambulance, a stretcher. What moment. do you think about, like, Paul Heyman stopping him? Um, I don't remember seeing that. So Because he kept on doing it, and Paul Heyman's like, stop, saying to Brock. Um, yeah, I think it was one of those things where it's like, all right, message has been sent. Uh, let's not do anything to ruin the man's career. Because I think Paul Heyman has come out and said that he respects Seth Rollins and he really likes Seth Rollins. Um, so it's one of those where it's like, okay, he's got the point. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to keep going. Don't overexert yourself. I knew what I was going to say because I thought about this a while back. So okay, when it comes to Brock Lesnar, anyone fighting him, mm-hmm. anyone who has defeated him recently, um, name or, him. Go. Well, not like super recent. Like I'm talking about <laughs> the last. Two or three years, except for the Goldberg. I'm taking the Goldberg shit out. Mm-hmm. Um, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, their win over Brock Lesnar, the, the the thing that sealed like his fate, the one, two, three, wasn't very strong. No, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, when Brock beats people and beats the shit out of them, that looks strong in my opinion. But people who beat him and stuff, I'm like, eh. They Hell, squeak by. Yeah, they squeak by. To me, they shouldn't get the win. That it was. It's not believable. Now, when they had the feud with Samoa Joe, even the stuff he's got, because Samoa Joe didn't beat him, but the stuff he got on him, that was believable. Yeah. Like, oh, Samoa Joe is actually beating up on Brock Lesnar. When everyone does it, everyone else does stuff to Brock Lesnar. It's like, eh. Yeah. To me, that's just how I feel. I don't know how you feel, but no, I'm the same way. Uh, I mean, you go, you can go back as far as WrestleMania 31, the one that was in San Francisco. Well, John or- Cena was believable. In my opinion. Uh, well, that was like tw- 2012. Was it? When he came back? Yeah, because that was whenever he wanted Fuck. to. I know. Because that was whenever he wanted to legitimize the sport again. Um, even that, that was an extreme rules match. So yeah. you could say, ah, well, he squeaked by with that one. Because I remember Cena getting just ragdolled. <laughs> he got the shit bit out of him. And then in SummerSlam, the 16 German suplexes, F5, 1, 2, 3 on John Cena for the title. It was nuts. That was insane. But you look at his losses. He lost the title at Mania to Seth Rollins cashing in by pinning Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, he hasn't really lost a whole lot, except the only, I like think, the only convincing one, like you said, was the Goldberg one, where it was like 42 seconds and we're done. Yeah, that wasn't... like I didn't put that in the same category as Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar, because I mean, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns... But you look at the match between Rollins and Lesnar at Mania, mm-hmm. and that started before the match even started. Les, uh, Rollins uh, gave like low blows to Lesnar, so it's like, can you really say that was a strong win? No, no. Like you need to be something like you need to have something that's believable. Like mm-hmm. like I said, with even Samoa Joe, even though Samoa didn't win, but the stuff that he was doing yeah. to Brock was believable. Yeah, because Samoa Joe is a powerhouse, and he's yeah. equivalent to Brock Lesnar. So that's something that they need to they need to consider. Um, 
I'm reading uh, a comment that says uh, the the vicious assault uh, vicious assault by Lesnar was very intense. Um, but the interesting thing is that Vince McMahon mentioned earlier in the week or last week that they will not do blood and guts in WWE, and yet Rollins is bleeding internally. That was probably a shot to AEW, huh? It was. Like, oh, we're not doing this. Well, they do yeah. that. And blah, yeah. blah, blah. That's not good shit. <laughs> and while we're on that topic, uh, do you see where Vince McMahon is supposedly tr- he tried to use that line? To um, um, businesses wanting to advertise with AEW, saying, "Well, they're blood and guts, and we're family friendly." You're still not family friendly, a hundred percent. No, you have evolved from the PG thirteen, and you're doing a little more shit. Yeah, you know, there's blood, and there's cursing, and other stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not fully AEW, but you can't say that a hundred percent. Yeah, um, we had the Samoan Summit, which. I don't know what that was supposed to be. Because it's two Samoan guys duking it out. Well, I get that it's Samoans, but... Two Joes. What's the sum? <laughs> yeah. Cup of Joe. One fake Joe and real Joe. <laughs> My name's Joe. Joe Mama. Oh, shit. He went there. Um, I did like the breakdown that they had where where they got attacked backstage and it led to a brawl out front with Samoa Joe calling out Rollins and the Usos and... You know, everyone getting involved, even Cedric Alexander. Like, that was a nice little surprise. Yeah. Hey, all right. So, um, like, they're trying to push him, Cedric, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, I hope they continue with it because I don't, like, I hope it's not like the Ali thing. Yeah. Like, oh, they're pushing him. He gets hurt. He comes back. They push him for a little bit and just drop it. I mean, I know he's well, doing something with Shinsuke. Yeah. We'll but, talk about that in a minute. But, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, overall, the action was fine. Um, there was a, it was a little more chaotic than uh, than weeks past, so I enjoyed that. I liked the breakdown. I don't know if it was like the best raw in years, but it was fairly enjoyable. Um, I know too bad. this is going to be like a, a I don't know if it's going to be a tough question or not, but like we were in a different mindset in attitude era nineties early two thousands. We, um, we as people have evolved. We've learned that certain things are yes. okay in society. Because I felt like each Raw when we were younger was awesome. You know, to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Because there were things that were like, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to see what happens now. And like, and I know we're different now because now it's like Raw and SmackDown. Like, eh. It's yeah. like, I don't know. I'm, I'm watching. I'm trying to find that thing that's awesome. I think what... I think what the issue is is that wrestling fans have been wrestling fans for so long that storylines are predictable. So there's not that much of a wow factor anymore. You take someone who Yowie, has, You take someone who has watched soap operas for the past 20 years, they know exactly where the storyline is going to go. Oh, it's the brother who thought who they thought it was going to be dead. It's going to come back from the coma and all that. Oh, it was this guy who betrayed him all along. As oh. the world turns. And and that's the thing. Like when you watch a product for 20 plus years like we have, like we're in our 30s, but we've watched the product for so long that we know where things yeah. are going. So to shock us, it takes quite a bit now. Um to Catch us off guard. Storyline wise, it doesn't take much to shock me when it comes to wrestling moves. You do some crazy ass shit. I'm like, uh, what? Yeah. But well, like 
like <clears throat> having Brock Lesnar there. He wasn't advertised. This is one of the few times that they've used him and he was not advertised. Good. So whenever his music hit, the crowd lost their minds. They're like, oh, shit. And then he appeared and they're like, oh, shit, he's really here. That's awesome. That's a cool. That's a good move. Like, then he did some shit look kind of brutal. Or yeah. Not kind of. But it was brutal looking. Yeah, it was. And so, uh, so that's that, what we want. We want the chaos. We yeah, want the mayhem. We want the fuck shit up. It's not. I think the biggest thing from the uh, from the attitude era that people think so fondly of were the moments and not the matches. Because when yeah, you think, I think you're right. When you think back to attitude era, you don't remember certain matches. You, there may well, be a few. You might I'll remember the feuds. I I wonder. The uh, upper teens to the young adults, mm-hmm. how they remember the Attitude Era compared to us. Because, well, okay, how old were we? Were we? we were probably early teens. Early teens. Tweens, somewhere around there. Because I wonder if people older than us, how they remember that. was like in that. middle school yeah, when it started getting true. really popular. Because I wonder how people, you know, how they remember it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because my sister graduated... In 1998, and I was I was six years younger than her, so that means I was in sixth grade. So, I mean, that was that was after NWO because NWO debuted in '96, I want to say, somewhere around there. So that was two years into the the Monday Night Wars. So, so yeah, I was in I was in middle school. You were coming out of elementary school and going into middle school. So, I mean, we were in that age range where it was starting to become popular and they were doing a little more TV, you know, 14, stuff like that. But um, I, th- I really think in my heart of hearts that it was the moments that people remember more than anything. Because they don't talk, they don't say, oh man, I miss the days when it was this person versus this person. Like they might go back to the they 80s. They'll say certain matches. Like Rock and Hogan, or, you know. Rock and Stone Cold. Rock and Stone Cold. And, and <clears throat> Rock, Stone Cold, Jericho. Yeah. Triple H versus whoever. But they don't, but most of the time it's, oh man, remember when Stone Cold filled Vince McMahon's car with cement? Oh, remember whenever he gave everyone a beer bath? Oh, remember with the Zamboni? Yeah, like it's the moments, mankind the invasion, being th- mankind being thrown off the the hell in a cell, and and this goes back even further. That was the first time that we had seen a hell in a cell match. That was the first time we'd seen someone get thrown off of the hell in a cell match. God, it yeah. was the first time we get seen someone through thrown through the hell in a cell. So you know, anytime you do these destructive matches, like you're kind of expecting it now. Like Elimination Chamber. What's the one spot they're always going to do in Elimination Chamber? It's when they spear them through the the glass door. Every time. You might not expect when they're going to do it, but you know it's coming. But when you saw it for the very first time, you're like, oh my god! Yeah. Now it's like, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. And that's kind of, that's some of the, some of the stuff. Like, we're not as shocked as we once were. Because we've watch the product for so long now you take someone who hasn't watched the product and show them the matches in 2019 they're like oh my god is he okay yeah show them that that's stuff to make them shocked or if you show someone uh grabbing joey's ryan's dick and do a flip and see how shocked they're looking yes absolutely (laughs) dick flip and boo plexus (laughs) um 
I guess before we go over to SmackDown, we can talk about that because I, I, in my head, I wanted to talk about it before we, uh, before we got into Raw. But you know, we're we're doing more of a free flow type of show. Yeah, and um, very zen, very zen. Yes, we've reached our center of the drinking glass as you're reaching for the I'm cherries. I'm empty, motherfucker. I'm trying empty. to find the cherries. Uh, I already ate the cherries. Oh, now I'm like messing with the ice. Oh, well, damn. Okay, so uh, so let's talk about what we did over the weekend. Um, our, our buddies over at Hurricane Pro in Beaumont, Texas had their show, Queens of the Ring, which was really cool. It was all yeah. women's show, except for the general manager who happened to be Joey, Joey Ryan, Ryan. Yep. which was really cool. Um, I called King it King of Dong style. Yes. Uh, King of Sleaze. He's bringing Sleazy back. Yes, the Kong of Dong. Yes. Um, called in a favor after voicing their commercial for their for their show, and uh, we managed to go backstage and uh, and hang out before the show, even during the show. And that was a pretty cool experience. I really liked that. Even though we were off to the side, kind of out of everyone's way, which I kind of like that. I, you know, I don't want to get in anyone's way. I don't want to disrupt their, their timing. There were a number of people backstage that I recognized, a few new people that I did not. Um, this is the second time I've been backstage or been part of uh, the atmosphere where everyone's mm-hmm. meeting each other and saying hi because the first one was Air Lucha. <laughs> yeah. And we'll uh, talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but it was so cool. People I've never met just, you know, coming up to me and saying hello. They're saying their name because that's what you do, you know. Yeah. To make the spread your words. Yeah. You make the rounds saying hello and all that stuff. And it was, mm-hmm. it was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, and before I forget, because I've been keeping it in my mind all weekend, all weekend and all week long. What's up, Wayne? Yeah, uh, Wayne. <laughs> hope you're listening, as, man. As we, were, yeah, yeah. as we were leaving the uh, the event. Um, Mr. Wayne came up to it. Wayne's his yes. first name, but uh, I don't know his last name. So I'll say it was good Mr. to meet Wayne. you, man. Hopefully, we'll see you soon. Yeah, uh, came up to us and asked us about the podcast, and uh, said he'd be listening. So hopefully, he is still listening to this point instead of us our incoherent ramblings. And, Sorry, uh, I'm made drinking. It this part. I don't always drink for every podcast. No, but it has been quite frequent. Yeah, lately. Yeah, when I do, it's good. Yeah, it's because I make that as drinks. Hell yeah, man. He put a lot in this one <laughs> i made it a little strong um but yeah so we got to go backstage hang out and uh talk to a few of the the folks at hurricane pro and had a uh, a very quick uh you know we didn't want to bug him too much uh sit down interview with uh with joey ryan as you heard at the start of the show with the name drop and uh i guess we can go ahead and uh play that interview now you're listening to an exclusive interview on wns all right, folks, we're chilling backstage at Hurricane Pro, having a great time, enjoying the matches. We were being joined by the one and only Joey Ryan. Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Doing great. How are you today? Doing all right. Yeah. Can't complain. It's yeah. It's humid in Texas. But <laughs> I'm indoors <laughs> now, so it's all right. Yeah, yeah. you got to love those summers in Texas. Yeah. Uh, it really doesn't sucks, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're here at Hurricane Pro. You've been assigned the uh, special general manager, so I know your time is limited, so, but we certainly do appreciate the chance to talk to you. Um, so I know recently you uh, you announced uh, to the world that you weren't signing with WWE. You were staying in the independents. Um, I was wondering, what was what, was there anything that WWE offered that kind of tempted you to go sign with them, aside from maybe uh, a, a financial um, cushion, or because because I to be honest, I just can't really see a Joey Ryan in a WWE world. Um, I don't know. It wasn't anything specific. I mean, none, none of the uh, none of the offers or none of the 
the the um, I guess none of the attention I received uh, over that period really made it make sense for me to leave independent wrestling um, whether it's financially or geographically or creatively um, everything just made sense for me to stay independent and I know probably the uh, being on tour for for so often so long um, might might have caught us a toll on it as well uh, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I keep myself pretty busy. I'm, I'm kind of used to the, the schedule. It's not, it's not the workload at all. It's just, you know, I guess creative freedom, you know, geography, uh, where, where I live, um, and finance, finances. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like maybe they would have uh, uh, tarnished your, your character a little bit? Like you said, the, the creative freedom to, to be Joey Ryan. Uh, well, I know I have a an established fan base that enjoys what I do and um, you know and they love coming to see me or having the opportunity to see my stuff and I know that uh, you know if I go to some of these places that are on television um, you know I probably have to tone it down quite a bit <laughs> uh, and especially in an, an exclusive contract yeah um, you know something like impact might make sense because it's not exclusive but uh, anywhere where it's exclusive the character would essentially die mm-hmm and uh, and you got to have that character going because uh, I mentioned to my wife that you were going to be at the show, and she instantly remembered that's the guy who does things with his penis, right? So, I mean, that's got to be uh, a strange thing to be known for for maybe the non wrestling fans in the world. Uh, you know what? I, you got to take it in stride though, because it's like I mean, so like I did a show recently with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and it was the first time that he'd ever seen my my stuff, and you know it can go either way with 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 veterans and legends you know some can not like it obviously and some, but some do and, and he you know I got to the backstage I didn't really know what to expect afterwards and he just started laughing and he held up his two by four and said brother I had to do something stupid to get over to <laughs> so you know he, he you just got to kind of accept it you know what, what your calling is or what, what what you make your name doing you know you can't really you gotta you gotta dive head first in and you gotta accept it or else it's gonna be hard for other people to, to follow you with it if they if they know you're not into it if they know you're not motivated by it then it's hard to get other people to to uh, identify with you yeah is it like is it awkward is there like people who don't want to do that like the, the, the flip and stuff um not really uh I'm, I mean I don't think I'd be booked against people who didn't want to do it yeah. but but at the same time I think most people know that it's over and you know and they they know like Cody Rhodes said to me when I did because when I got booked against him I told the promoter for the first time before I even met him or I had met him but just like kind of in, in passing but I never I didn't I hadn't gotten to know him yet you know I told the promoter I was like I'm not sure he's going to want to do the dick stuff and um, you know when I got there he you know he was like we, we the crowd's expecting it we have to pay it off you know so like you know you want to do good business and you yeah. know if, I, if someone's booked against me, they understand that that's, that's something that the crowd wants and the crowd has come to see. And, you know, it gives us creative chances to get into it, especially with people who the audience might think doesn't, aren't going to do it either. Now, I know with, uh, with All In, uh, you did make an appearance. Uh, you did uh, uh, steal the show, in a sense. Um, has, have you been approached at all by AEW to make a further appearances? Not necessarily on exclusive rate, but maybe from time to time we'll see Joey Ryan in AEW? I think right now they're looking to establish um, their exclusive guys. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's going to be too many guest appearances um, from anybody, um, me, me or otherwise. So, uh, you know, I think they're working on getting their... They, they really want to make sure that their uh, contracted guys are the ones that they're promoting the most. Yeah. 
Well, very cool. Well, like I said, I know your your time is uh, very uh, limited, so we certainly appreciate your time yeah, you uh, so much, for, well, for talking to us today. Uh, what's uh, what's the best way that people can follow you? Where, where um, can... Twitter uh, at Joey Ryan online or Instagram at Joey Ryan. Um, I'm pretty active on social media. Very cool, and uh, I think you also have a YouTube channel as well. I do well. have a YouTube channel. I have a pro wrestling tea store, prowrestlingtees.com slash Joey Ryan. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm out there on the internet. Very cool. Thank, Thank you so much, much Joey. The really cool stuff that we got yes. to sit down and talk to him. Yes. Always enjoyable. So uh, I know it was one of those things. Dick like flip. It, we sounded, I, I know I sounded really nervous, and it's because I was. Um, normally, I don't get, I try not to get too nervous, but whenever I'm doing it in person, I can't come up with, like, I have a bunch of questions in my head, but then when it comes time to ask them, I blank. And so I kind of have to just find something um, off the top of my head. There's other things I want to ask them, yeah. ask him, but... We want to bug him, you know. He had other stuff going on. Yeah, so. and that was one of the th- one of the shows where he was being utilized more than once. So it was kind of like, okay, he's in the first segment, but he's also in this segment. It's like, yeah. Oh, so so we, um, when can we talk to him? The five minutes what we had with him was, um, you know, good, and mm-hmm. we do appreciate it. So. Absolutely, and uh, you know, I know there are a lot of podcasts out there that uh, you know might be trying to dig for dirt or anything like that, but uh, you know, we are certainly not. One We're of not, those. and um, you know. Not everyone's like that, and there there are people. And I don't know how you can tell, but you know, we will come out and say we are not like that. So yeah, so uh, you know, again, we certainly want to thank Joey Ryan for his thank time you. and uh, and for being on the show. Maybe one day down the line, we can have him back on, and we'll hopefully we'll cool. ask some more educated questions and more well prepared and uh, more uh, questions more, about his character, more graphic, or something. more graphic, <laughs> and um, and. You know, we had I, had I had approached Thunder Rosa, who was there as well, yeah. about maybe talking, but uh, she she respectfully declined, saying, uh, you know, maybe after my match because you know I've got everything already mapped out of what I want to do, um, and I don't want to forget anything. So maybe after my match, the match ended, which was amazing. It's on YouTube, so go and check that out. Um, and uh, after the match, you know, she went through and did some stretches. A few other wrestlers came up to talk to her about the match and compliment her and all that. So by the time it was about the time to approach her, the show was ending. And we were like, oh, uh, yeah. Okay, well, she fought uh, Marce- uh, blah, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez. Martinez. Yes. So, uh, I mean, they went out, and went out and tore the house down. Yeah. Um, so a really good showing by those ladies. Um, when you get a chance, um, people are listening. Um, th- those matches are on YouTube. Yes. So you can watch them, especially uh, <laughs> this one has got a lot of views. Uh, Miranda yeah, Alize in, in less than four versus hours. Joey Ryan because Joey. Okay, at the beginning of the show, Joey Ryan was saying that because okay, Miranda Alize. Uh, I did not notice, but she was part of the May Young Classic. That's what they said. Huh? Do you remember her being part of it? I do not. I know Mercedes Martinez was. Yes. Um, but she is actually the Hurricane Pro Wrestling uh, Women's Champion right yes, now. Yes, that's correct. So Joey Ryan's the general manager, and he said he will have a opponent for her. Mystery. Yes. And at the end of the night, it was him. And I, okay, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I did not know which way, which direction they were going to go because. It's very family friendly. Yes. Uh, Hurricane Pro Wrestling is very family friendly, and. I was hoping that they would go this way. What style of Joey style are we gonna get? Joey Ryan. Yes, Almost because Joey they Joey Styles because they were <laughs> oh teasing. They were teasing, um, like, "Hey, grab my dick." 
He said, touch it. Touch it. Okay, people who are not familiar with Joey Ryan, look him up, but he's like a uh, sleazy dude where it's, I don't know. Okay, so he does this thing where he's, sleazy. he's very sleazy and people will grab his junk, but think, somehow think you Glenn can, Quagmire from Family Guy, but he works yeah, out. Yeah, I know it's, you're going to say it's like harassment and stuff, but no, it's it, it, it's weird, but it's like, okay, uh, people grab his junk, but they can't let go somehow, and like he has control of them. Like he like hulks up when he does, like mm-hmm. it hurts the person while they're grabbing his junk. I, uh, I heard <clears> an interview where he actually talked about where that came from. And it was a it was a wrestling show that he did in Japan. Yeah. And the wrestler that he went up against was was known for being sort of over the top. He said, you know, if he were to come to America and do that, they would no one would ever book him because of the stuff that he does. Like he he plays the psychological game. He'll grab their he'll grab certain areas. And wow. Do certain things. You know, um, like he's the one who goes for like a tombstone, but he'll put their head in his jock. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, and so like that's that's what he does, and so he came up to Joey Ryan and was like, uh, "Okay, let's do a spot where I grab you, but because your American penis is so big and girthy, (laughs) it's overpowering to me." Yeah, and so he's like, "Yeah, I like that. Let's do that." But hey, instead of you just grabbing me, how about I like I Hulk up or something? And then uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, I take bump or something yeah. like that. So, so, yeah, he does that. And, like, they can't – he hulks up three or four times. Yeah. And then he does this thing where he, like, moves his body to the side, but the person flips. Yeah. So it's called the dick flip. <laughs> or dong flip. Dong depending flip. Depending on where you're uh, looking so at. So it's very strange. But to see <laughs> – <laughs> To see it to live. See, to see it live because this is the second time I've seen Joey Ryan live. And the first time he didn't do it, he did the sucker. I think it was before he. Yeah, he did the sucker did. in his trunks and put it in people's mouth. <laughs> but he didn't do the dick flip or bootplex. But the uh, it is weird well, to the see. The first time we saw him he was going up against guy. Yeah, so we couldn't see bootplex. Yeah, so the whole dick flip thing, and also to see the dick flip thing in front of a crowd <laughs> that's supposed to be like a family oriented crowd. Okay, yeah. so before that, before the dick flip, there's the bootplex, which is where it's the suplex, but he grabs the woman because Joey Ryan does intergender matches all the time. Yes, and I know you can think it's weird the Quite sexual nerd. harassment, but all the women's all the women's. All the ladies do this yeah. and stuff. And, and well, and like you said in the interview, like they he wouldn't do it if they weren't okay with. Yes, it. Yes, that's what he said. So, um, so they do that. And first one he did a bootplex because we were standing on the side, and we're like he did it, and there was no reaction at all. And there's some shocked looks <laughs> that was through the crowd. <laughs> the fact that you and I were like, oh my god, he actually did it. And everyone else was like, oh my god, what did I just see? <laughs> yeah. And then it started getting crazy because whenever like she like grabbed him and couldn't let go, and people were like, "What the hell?" I saw this girl, and there's multiple people like with the shock look and stuff, then the dick flip, and then all that stuff. And they're like, "What the hell's going?" On? But there were some people were like, "Yeah, he finally did it." But some people were like, "What the fuck just happened?" And then they did a spot where uh, Miranda Alize, uh what, what was she doing? She was trying to pin him or whatever and then pull down his shorts and he had was, a thong yeah, on. It was a flip. and Yeah, and he had a sucker, but she got the sucker. When he turned around, she she shoved the sucker in his butt. Yeah. So it turned she that... She turned su- that lollipop into a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Great call, Matt Topolsky. Yeah, because title match was there and he was calling it and that was quite hilarious to, to go back 
and hear that because when he did when he said bootplex, <laughs> he was like, "That's the first and last time you're gonna hear me say that." And then whenever Miranda Alize like grabbed his junk and what what did he say? He's like, "Oh, what? No foreplay first? Well, that was at the start of the match. Oh, okay. Because the ma- because the bell rang, and Joey Ryan immediately just goes. Touch it. Yeah, touch and he's it. like, wait, what? No foreplay? <laughs> yeah. That, I thought that shit was hilarious. because like going was, straight into it. I wish I was like in the crowd to like see people. I was trying to look for people when like when he said touch it and stuff because mm. I was like, that's hilarious. And but I did chuckle weird. at the crowd chanting just the tip. Yeah, just the tip. Yeah. <laughs> touch because he said that first, right? Yeah. I'm like, you can't just touch the tip. <laughs> Lord. But... Fun times were had. Yes. <laughs> okay, so after that, he lost the, the title, and then uh, Heather Monroe mm-hmm. came out, but Joey's still the general manager. So he booked a match. Booked a match. Heather won. Shocking. Shockingly. And then people have streamers, but they hit Heather in the face with a streamer. <laughs> like the roll mm-hmm. hit her in the face, and we're like in the back laughing. Like, I'm not <laughs> condoning that, but that shit was hilarious. Yeah. So after that, it was a the, fun time. It was. Yeah. It really was. It was a good show. I was. I man. I was exhausted because I had been up since three thirty that yeah. morning. That was such a long day, and I had to work too. We had the, we had an expo that we had to work. Man, by the time we finally got backstage and had everything on, they turned the lights off backstage, and I was about ready to fall asleep. Yeah. So I was like, let's stand up and watch a little bit. I wish I was, I don't know when we interviewed Joey, but I don't know if it was during this match, but I wish I would have stepped out to see uh, Thunder Rosa versus um, Martin, uh, Martinez. Yeah. They, they posted the match uh, on YouTube, so you can go and check it out. Um, but then the, uh, the Joey Ryan match with uh, Miranda, that's garnered over 4 million views in like two days. I mean that's crazy. It went viral like instantly. Hopefully, um, that can give Hurricane some more followers mm-hmm. and maybe some. It'll put. I know Curtis gets some wrestlers to come in, but maybe some wrestlers are doing the indies and stuff. Yeah, they're known. We'll probably. Yeah, especially now that uh, lot, you know what I mean. Especially now that uh, that Wrestle Circus is closing its doors in Austin. Because uh, so I know they got some of the Chikara guys that come out there, but did. I don't know if they'll come to Beaumont. But I'm sure they would if the pay if was there. Yeah, yeah, it all depends on that. But uh, overall, I mean, it was a really good time. I was super, super grateful that we got to hang out backstage, and I wanted to make sure that we were, you know, off to the side because I don't want to get in the. In yeah, the I didn't business. want to. We were far off, so that I think that was good. Yeah. I mean, we had our stuff set up so that if anyone wanted wanted to come and talk to us, they could. Um, but they were mostly getting ready, getting prepared for their matches, going through stretches, going through mental prep and all uh, that. Prepare for the sucker going in the ass. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, I reached out after the show to Thunder Rosa um, and said, you know, hey, I'm so sorry we're un- unable to, to chat. I know times time flies by in those kind of shows, but maybe we can have you on as an on-air, uh, over-the-phone guest or something like that. And so she she seemed uh, open to the idea. Nice. So, so maybe we can have that uh, fairly soon. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't already, make sure you check out Hurricane Pro. Um, it's a local wrestling promotion for us, but now it's gone viral. So pretty yeah. cool. I'm going to try to go to the next one because... Yeah. 
Uh, former guest of the show, Steve DeMarco. Sexy Steve DeMarco. Sexy Steve DeMarco. His there group. There is no show without Steve DeMarco. Yes. His, his group um, is actually making waves in Texas. Yeah. And uh, I want to see what they're all about. I've seen videos and stuff, so I kind of want to go check out the next um, Hurricane Pro. Good deal. And that's how they get you. Yeah. That's how they sell it. That's just like, I know it's been a while since I've been to Hurricane Pro, but I was it was, what, a year and a half or two years ago when we saw, like, I want to see... Ruthless Ryan Davison versus Masada. And yeah. we went to go see that, and the crowd wasn't into it. But I was like, how are you not into this? This is awesome. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, certain matches get me, you know? Yeah. Even on the local end. Or not, like, yeah, local end, uh, you know, including, like, us and Houston and stuff. Yeah. And I would still say it's local, but, you know. Well, it's not a major televised show. So, it's local to that area. Yeah. So, pretty good. Good deal. Uh, as far as SmackDown went, um, I I don't really remember too much of it. I don't. I mean, I remember watching it. I did but, not watch SmackDown, so <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Kevin Owens defeated uh, Drew McIntyre. Oh, how was that match? You didn't watch that one? I mean, I may have watched. I don't know. I think I was going through uh, my uh, Super Mario Maker stuff during Ooh, that time. Too long. Yeah, it was too long. <laughs> um. Let's see. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeated Bailey and Ember Moon. And then, how long do you think until uh, Nikki Cross and uh, um, Alexa Bliss Alexa Bliss break up? Probably not too long. The these friendships that she that Alexa tends to have never really last that long. Um, they need to make it last longer than it does. Yeah. One of the things I found interesting was that after the match, Bailey did. Uh, Deliver the Bailey to Belly to Ember Moon as payback for last week when Ember Moon attacked. The crowd was kind of divided on that one. Um, same they know what we know. Bailey is a bully. Bailey's a bully. That's right. Just call her bully. That's all you have to do now. Bully. Change the wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men to inflatable bulls because she's a bully. Bully. Uh, Sami Zayn. And uh, Alistair Black, that's going to happen at SummerSlam. It's going to be interesting. Alistair's going to win. Yeah. We got to see the King Court hosted by Jerry the King Lawler with Trish Stratus. We heard rumors this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, certainly it was. And it did. Um, I don't know. There's something about Trish that I can't quite pinpoint where I'm like, ah, I don't know. It. Yeah. The um her face, the uh Botox. Maybe. The I don't Botox. I don't know if she has mo- boat has had Botox. Looks like she has Botox. Yeah. But, but um, I don't know for sure. Can't say for certain. I don't know anything about plastic surgery, so whatever. You know all you need to know. Um Charlotte came out, a challenge was made, Trish said, You want a match with me at SummerSlam? You got it. So. I should call her a bitch, and they walked off. Yep. Bitch. Uh, let's see. Dolph Ziggler defeated Finn Balor after a distraction from The Fiend. My God. Um, what the hell is Dolph doing anyway? <laughs> not a whole lot. About as much as Sami Zayn. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ali. It was a good surprise win for Ali, but you know there wasn't a whole lot for the match itself. Um, I really liked the video package that they did with Randy Orton 
if you haven't seen it, you should probably check it out. It's I did not see cool. it. Um, it sort of highlights all the stuff that he's done throughout his career, and then he kind of compares it to what Kofi's done in his career. And he goes, that bastard killed well, like, my race car. Well, it was like, you know how uh, Orton has been known to say, stupid, stupid, like during his matches and stuff? Okay, well, he said that. He called Kofi stupid. Okay. Anyway. Um, supposedly SmackDown was rewritten like twice, like leading up to SmackDown by Vince himself. And, uh, supposedly like it was done like hours before they went live. That man is out of touch. A little bit. I don't know. Um, but it was supposed to be one main event. Then it switched to a six man tag match, but then they switched it up again to AJ Styles versus Kofi Kingston as the, uh, the main event. And, Surprisingly enough, Kofi Kingston got the win. I was expecting a DQ finish of some kind, but no, this was a... Keep on giving the wins until he loses that belt, he son. going to lose it eventually. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I absolutely hated about SmackDown, I despised Uh-oh, this segment. Me. It was the very end. Oh, God, this was bad. Here we go. All right. First off, what's one of my biggest complaints? Angles. Absolutely. So we got a bad angle in here. So you didn't see this, correct? You didn't watch SmackDown at all. So they go backstage after the main after the main event is finished. Uh, I think the girl's name is Kayla Braxton, whatever her name is. Yes. It wasn't Charlie. It was Kayla Braxton. And uh, she was like, joining me at this time or... You know, we're going to hear from Roman Reigns about his challenge for SummerSlam. Uh, and as a matter of fact, here he comes right now. Is that the one, like, he's walking down the thing and she's at the end? Yes. So okay. there's my first problem. Because nine time, you know, 99.999% of the time, the person's standing right to the side of her and just slides to the side. Yeah. And is in frame. So the fact that we got a camera angle where... Roman is walking to the interview while they've already started the stuff. They've already started the segment. So he's not showing any sort of hurry or rush. So that's the first issue I have. So they show it. They show him walking from behind. They show him walking towards the camera. And then the girl is like, oh my gosh, Roman, look out. And then you (laughs) see, and all of a sudden this tower collapses yeah okay never mind i saw that part yeah that's that was fucking weird like what and it's on a forklift and (sighs) they have a gopro camera inside the structure to show roman getting squashed yet when they get the camera to the side he's already out and is like yeah dude i'm fine what the hell (laughs) what is this what they what were they trying to do they want to make a mystery who attacked Roman Reigns. That's kind of like, oh, I know it's different, but it's kind of like the, when that Braun had the grappling hook. And yeah, <laughs> except that. it was worse because yeah. it's like, oh, we didn't know this was going to happen, but we had a GoPro <coughs> attached to the structure itself <laughs> as it fell. <laughs> so we're going to show you that footage. That if you, terrible if you footage. definitely want to know Daniel's pet peeve, it's angles. Yes. And it's angles angle. <laughs> it's angle of his dangle. It's just, it's just all, it's a terrible angle. It was so over the top and so bad. 
Um, there, <laughs> there were screenshots posted that people think that it's Buddy Murphy because he is yet to be on SmackDown. And no, don't do it because Roman Reigns is going to just win the whole time and then bury Buddy Murphy. Yeah, some people think it's Daniel Bryan. Some people think it's Samoa Joe. I would prefer it to be Daniel Some Bryan. Some people think it was Rikishi who did it for The Rock. <laughs> is that really? Or are you just making that up? <laughs> that was a comment that I saw. Someone just okay. Being like I like that. that, though. He did it for The Rock. He did. That's right. <laughs> That'll teach you to interfere with I The Rock's that. movies. I definitely remember that. I did it for The Rock. <laughs> That's a little Sean Connery in there. Welcome <laughs> to The Rock. <laughs> so, it was terrible. Left a bad taste in my mouth. Yuck. I didn't like did it. Did you go brush your teeth afterwards? Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> then I curled up in bed Sorry, uh, Sorry, honey. I got to brush my teeth. This shit is horrible. This was god-awful. Um, so, yeah. So, that's pretty much it for Raw and SmackDown. Moving on to some uh, some hot topics. Do you want to go ahead and cover uh, 2K20? Yeah. Okay. There's not too much uh, right now. It's just uh, they posted on Facebook that I don't know what day it was because I don't remember. Uh, maybe in the next few days or maybe next week. Yeah. But they will be posting details for uh, 2K20 soon. All right. And they showed two screenshots. Uh, one of Brock Lesnar. I saw one of Bailey. One of like Bailey. Yeah. From behind. And then Brock Lesnar coming out. That's cool. So I haven't seen the one of Brock yet. Yeah. I'll have to be on the lookout for that. I need to get like a new TV, and I want like a 4K TV, not like <sighs> my TV's TV. not even 10, uh, 1080. I want a new TV because the one that I currently have in my living room only has one HDMI port, and I need at least like three. Yuck. Yeah, I know. <sighs> now the TVs that come out, it's like, oh, you want a 4K 40 inch? It's about $400. I'm like, that's really not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad at all. Maybe for Christmas. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Uh, over the weekend, there was an NXT star, um, Karen Q. She sustained a broken leg during a live event, saying she's in uh, still in high uh, high hopes. She posted a picture of the X-ray on her Twitter, and uh, you know, was hope. it bad as like Psycho Sid? No, <laughs> no, no, no. This was. Uh, it was just like you know how there's two bones in the leg. It was the small one okay tibia i was supposed to say psycho sid stuff is a stuff of nightmares yeah that was awful um i've seen one similar to that in basketball and that was what was bad yeah i remember seeing that one too where like the whole bench they all reacted the exact same time they're like oh my god Um, so brutal so hopefully she can she can recover and uh and be back soon um let's see uh scott steiner made some news uh, and in a recent interview with Noelle Foley. <laughs> uh, Noelle Foley, what is she doing? She interviews people? I guess so. And she shows up to AEW. Yep. In that's the right. crowd. And she dates a clown. Yes. Um, she was asked on uh, Scott Steiner's, or she asked him his view of the Hall of Fame. He said, Well, I don't deal in fantasy, I don't deal in hypotheticals. Like, where's the Hall of Fame at? It's fucking nowhere. It's in Vince's mind. So it's all bullshit, you know? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! You know what? Um, this is fucking bullshit. I'm gonna go to Shoney's and eat some chicken breast. <laughs> Let's see. Scott transitions into talking about WWE Legends 
contracts and sharing that he had, in fact, been offered one once, but turned it down, saying, quote, no, I already got offered it, and my lawyer looked at it. It wasn't worth the paper it was written on. <laughs> That's the biggest crock of shit there is. Like most of WWE stuff, it's great to make a lot of money when you're vent. If you're Vince, but at some time you got to stop being a prick. <laughs> Spread the wealth. There's nothing wrong with having a 401k plan or insurance for people. And that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so there's that. I can't. I still can't believe that motherfucker's still wrestling. <laughs> His arms are shrunken. They have. Shrunk. They have. Um, if you did not see um, Chris Van Vliet, I believe that's how you say it. I don't know. He um, He's... Had quite a bit of success as a YouTube interviewer. Yes. Um, and uh, he has recently <coughs> signed with All Elite Wrestling. I think he's going to be uh, a backstage interviewer. What's so funny is, okay, you're a backstage dude, but are you going to be one of the media guys? Probably not uh, for after <laughs> the pay-per-views that are uh, talking to people who come out. Probably right. not if you're a backstage dude now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that well, works. But. He'll probably get the exclusive interviews. I was just think like, where the fuck did this dude come from? But I did some research. Yeah. Uh, he was doing some stuff on some uh, TV stations in Canada, early 2000s. And then he started his YouTube stuff, mm-hmm. 2008, 2009. So he he started doing his stuff before we did. So Yeah. Uh, while we're on the uh, the topic of AEW, did you see the latest signee for a All Elite Wrestling? No. Your boy, Marco Stunt. Oh, he finally got that. He is All Elite now. I wonder if he's going to be with um, Luchasaurus and them or not. I don't know. But that's good, though, because I could be wrong and uh, all in. I remember Cody saying that there was some people or person that was – the price they were asking or whatever was too low, so they had to bump it up. Hmm. I kind of think it was Marco stunt. <laughs> yeah, I could be wrong, but that's good uh, for him to to be in the spotlight. For Jim Cornette, would be like, "Oh, this fucking kid! <laughs> they brought a seven-year-old into their business." <laughs> and um, another AEW news: I know they're getting ready for their first televised show on Wednesday, October second. Um, we know two matches. Yeah, well, one of the matches that I'm going to talk about, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks going up against Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. I wonder if it's the Lucha Brothers. I'm guessing no, because I feel they would have announced who it is if it was the Lucha Brothers. Um, And Jericho went on to his social media saying, trust me, you're not going to believe who I'm planning on bringing in. Some fans are speculating. Don't say it. Not Enzo and Cass. Oh, God, no. Okay, good. That would no. be a terrible decision. Okay, good. Um, some fans are, are speculating that it's going to be uh, LAX because they're officially... Which one? The one that just left Impact. Okay, so the newer uh, group. Santana and Ortiz. Okay, the newer group. Because the original LAX was Hernandez and Homicide. Yeah. I think they're going by the OGs now, but if they picked them up, that's still a good... Yeah. Good pickup. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Where was I? Uh, okay. So, yeah, we got that. That's one match. Mm-hmm. And, then, and I think the first match on AEW programming is going to be Cody versus Sammy Guevara. Which I, I the first thought that I had was like, that's an awesome move. Yes. That's a chance for Sammy to make a name for himself. Yes. Because a lot of people are familiar with Cody. And, you know, that raises the bar for Sammy. Yes. Like, that gets him on national exposure, going up against someone that many fans are already familiar that's with. That's crazy. You know he's from Houston, right? Yeah. That's great. 
I might have to call in a favor to see if I can get an interview with someone who's been in AEW. Because I've I've made I've commented on some of their stuff before, and they've commented on some of my stuff before. What? So I'll tell you after the show. Okay. Um. So maybe I can reach out to them and say, "Hey, you're in touch with this person quite often." What I think I chance, know who you're talking about. What would be the chances of us uh, getting to talk to them? <clears throat> so we'll see. Who knows? Maybe it'll be a big surprise for you guys. Can we talk to Chuck Taylor? It is not Chuck Taylor. Damn. I'll go ahead and tell you that. Uh, let's see. Final bit of hot topic. News. Oh wait, hang on. Before that, that still in AEW stuff. If you yeah. saw the video uh, promoting the fight between Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, <laughs> and Joey Janela, well, they're at the venue at the. It looks like the Jaguar, uh, the thing that they had uh, yeah. last pay per view for, for the fallen. And then all of a sudden, you see them all fighting, and then the, the ref, oh, not referees, but the people security are pulling apart. And then you pan to the right, <laughs> and you see Blink One Eighty Two, and uh, is it Mark or I don't know who that guy is. Maybe it's Todd. I forgot his name. But he's like, "What the fuck again, Janela? What the hell?" <laughs> Referencing when Janela got in a fight, with, almost, almost got into a fight. Oh, it didn't happen. I mean, they were. Ready to throw down, but nothing came Okay, up. so it was joined Janelle and Enzo Amore. Yeah. Or Enzo, whatever you call him. But Real I guess... one. I I'm wonder if... you will paint us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wonder if they were doing a concert there at that venue, or they just called in a favor. Hey, Blink-182, can you just be in this video? I would think that they had to have been in the area. Yeah. Like, maybe they were performing <clears throat> somewhere near Jacksonville. And they were like, hey, would you mind swinging down real quick and... We got we got a performance. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a nice little thing. I bet Omega was pissed because <laughs> he couldn't get him for for the uh, yeah, it's true for the other show. What was it? Blink one one hundred and eighty two. Final bit of hot topic news that I have: uh, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon are going to be holding a meet and greet during SummerSlam weekend, which is going to benefit Connor's Cure. So it's going to be set for Friday, August 9th at five p.m. the Metro Toronto Convention Center. Uh, limited tickets are available. So if you want to go and uh, meet Triple H and uh, Stephanie McMahon, there's your chance. Also, if you happen to be in the Houston area, I know that uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are going to be coming to Fandemic. What is that? It's a new expo, I think. Or it maybe took it's over around, Space City? <laughs> uh, maybe. Space City had bad rep. They did. They, well, they had bad some shady-ass shit. They had bad people running it. Yes. what it was. Yes. Um... But uh, it's going to be a an interesting expo. It's got a, it's got a number of stars. Expo logistics. It's got uh, Sebastian Stan, who was uh, winter the Winter soldier. soldier. It's got a few other now, people. Now he's the Summer Soldier. Jason, Jason David Frank of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Three first names. There. Yeah. So it should be interesting. I think it's like 120 to meet both of them. So it's like a comic convention. It's all. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it's a small version of it. So it should be cool. Um, i trying to think of some other stuff. I don't know. Just what's going on? I don't know. What's happening in, in the world? You got to try out one of my courses on Super Mario Maker 2. <laughs> yes. Quite challenging. A little difficult. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need more drink. Well, I don't have any more. Gosh, you have to go somewhere else to get yeah. that. We need Peach Crown. No. When do you try Peach Crown? You don't. You don't want to try Peach Crown. I really don't. Why well, did you try Apple Crown? I did try. Okay, the apple good. Crown. Now you need to try Peach. I tried Crown. the Even Maple it, Crown. Yeah, I don't like maple. But you need to try it, so you know if you like it or not. I'm real. I'm just not a peach guy. Well, just a little bit. 
not a cottage guy. <laughs> I thought you were a cheese guy. <laughs> uh, if you're still listening to, to our show at this point, um, just to let you know, I will be out of town next Wednesday. So we're mm-hmm. still kind of throwing stuff's up in the air, in dog. The air on uh, what we're going to do uh, as far as uh, the show, because I know next week will would be our SummerSlam predictions. We'll talk about NXT TakeOver as well. So we'll try and figure out what we want to do if we want to just skip the show or if we want to do an earlier show or what um but either way we'll keep you guys updated on it um you have any other news or anything like that you want to talk about uh super card there's some cards by the way like i don't know if it was worth it to get that that becky lynch because there's some cataclysms that are uh pro that mm-hmm. are kind of beating me still so i'm like oh yeah that's gonna happen i'm like uh what, what i do what, what I do? rank did you get the number yeah six thousand okay so you're in the lower half if once you get in like the upper half the upper but something. i put it in that um Doesn't what's it matter. called where it boosts up the stats yeah and i'm over a thousand now nice not thousand so I was trying to say no a million a million nice so but well, it's still because you're in low. you're in the lower half so it's like a single card a single cataclysm card Fuck. if you get in the upper portion it's it's like a pro I tried and then it kept on going lower and I tried to boost it up so you can only do so much yeah I know you're like you're right but I think I'm done with last man standing I try I wanted a women's card and mm-hmm. I tried my best and you got it I got so, it mm. only ten thousand people got one. <laughs> yeah you were one of them yep so that's something to be is what it is it is what it is that's right um all right well that's all i got for this week you got anything else no all right dick well, flips <laughs> bootplex well again we want to thank joey ryan for the for the time maybe Sucker we can in have your him ass. on again and uh maybe we'll have thunder rose on in the near future as well maybe we have joey ryan again and we can talk about dicks <laughs> Make sure to check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, <laughs> WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching oh WrestlingNewsSource Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. And? Not and Satchel. Satchel and Spotify. That's going to be that's gonna be new to yep. get used to. Uh, you Does can anyone fo- even listen to Satchel? Does anyone listen to us at all? Yes. <laughs> Is anyone out there? Hello? 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 Is it me you're looking for? I hope so. Are you listening for us? Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Bear. And for all past episodes, you can always go to WNSPodcast.com. Remember to spot the fi. Spot the fi. So there you go for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I am one Tyler Bear, And we will catch you all next week. Bye.